Divine Voice of Christ presents Divine Word. I am Pastor George Scotty from Bangalore. I have been a pastor for the last 35 years, senior pastor of El Bethel Ministries. And uh, I pray that as you would listen to that your life will be touched, that you'll be blessed, and that's the purpose of me sharing what I'm about to share. Uh, well, I would like to begin by sharing a message which uh, I would call it the message of the cross. Now, you who are listening, I want to ask you a question. What would you imagine if you would see a cross? You look at a cross, you will first of all say it's a symbol of Christianity. If you see a cross on somebody's pendant, on the chain, around the neck, you'll immediately say this is a Christian. Or if you see a cross on top of a steeple of a tall building, you will immediately say, well, that's a church. But I want to ask you a question. What is the message that you would get if you would see a cross? That's what I want to share from the Word of God. So I'm going to take you to a couple of people from the Bible itself. When they seen the cross of Jesus Christ, what message did they receive? So let me take you to the first person, no one else but the mother of Jesus Christ, Mary. And I'm reading from Luke's Gospel, chapter 2. And uh, let me read from verse 32. A light to lighten the Gentile and the glory of thy people Israel. And Joseph and his mother marveled at those things which were spoken to them. Now verse 34 says, And Simeon blessed them and said unto Mary, Behold, this child is set, listen to this, for a fall and a rising among many in Israel, and for a sign which shall be spoken against. Now this is important. Verse 35, A sword will pierce your own soul and the thoughts of many hearts shall be revealed. Now, look at that passage that I just read. A sword will pierce your soul. Mary never understood what was that prophecy being. It was a prophecy being given to her by Simeon the high priest. He told Mary, he said, a sword will pierce your soul. Mary had no clue what that Our verse actually meant at the time in which it was given to her. But however, 33 years later, when she looked at her son hanging on the cross, what was the message of the cross to Mary? First of all, as Mary looked at her son, Jesus Christ, hanging on the cross, Mary knew who Jesus Christ was. If no one else knew, Mary knew it. Why? Because she can remember the day when the angel came to her And announced to her that you are going to have a son. And the son that you're going to have is going to be supernaturally conceived in your womb by the Holy Ghost. So Mary knew for sure that Jesus Christ was definitely the son of God. Why? For the way in which he was conceived in the womb. You know, he never had Joseph as his father. His father was in heaven. And so Mary knew this was definitely the Son of God. Now, when she looked at Jesus Christ hanging on the cross, what was the message that she got from the cross? 
the message of the cross to Mary. How can this be? Being the son of God, hanging on the cross. Then secondly, Mary would have reflected back to what Simeon said to her 33 years ago. A sword will pierce your soul. And as she looked at Jesus Christ hanging on the cross, it was literally a sword piercing her soul. And then she would have remembered this is a prophecy that was prophesied at the time when I came to dedicate Jesus Christ. Today, prophecy is being fulfilled. So Mary got two messages. Number one, how can Jesus Christ, being the Son of God, hang on the cross and die such an agonizing death, such a cruel death, and it was a, such a shameful death. Secondly, prophecy being fulfilled. That was the message of the cross to Mary. Now let me take you to another person by the name of Peter from the Bible. Peter was one of the disciples, a chosen disciple, and Peter was one of the close circle. Peter, James, and John were the close circle of Jesus Christ. Now, Peter looked at Jesus Christ hanging on the cross. And what do you think would have been the message of the cross to Peter? Peter, as he looked at Jesus on the cross, first of all, he would have realized that all my dreams have been shattered. All my ambitions have been shattered. Then he looked back and he seen Jesus Christ took a coin from the fish's mouth to pay the tax of Peter and the tax for himself. So Peter realized now, now who's going to pay my tax? Where am I going to have money to invest? So Jesus Christ on the cross was definitely all his ambitions have come to an end. Secondly, Peter realized that when his own mother-in-law was seriously vexed with fever, Jesus Christ walked in, rebuked the fever, and she was instantly healed. Now, where is Jesus Christ going to come again and uh, meet our needs, physical needs, emotional needs, financial needs? So to Peter, it was a disappointment. The message of the cross to Peter was, was disappointment. He was disappointed to see the cross. He was disappointed to see the Lord hanging on the cross. And to Peter, at that moment, it was everything like came to an end. Now, let us not stop with Peter. Let me take you to the two mother who had the two sons, the sons of Zebedee. Do you remember when uh, mother came to Jesus and told Jesus, Lord, when you go to your kingdom, would you have one of my son on your right hand and the other son on your left hand? Now, the mother was too ambitious. The mother really thought that she would be able to have one son on the right and one on the left and they could become somebody one day when Jesus Christ returns to his kingdom. But what a disappointment when she looked at the cross. The message of the cross to this mother was disappointment. She looked at the cross and she said, I thought my sons will be somebody with the Lord Jesus Christ. But here he is dying on the cross and she was disappointed. That was a disappointment to her. Now let me take you to Pilate. Pilate is a very interesting character that I would like to talk to you about. When Pilate seen Jesus hanging on the cross, what was the message that Pilate got from the cross? 
Do you remember just before he can, uh, you know, pass his verdict for Jesus Christ to be crucified, Pilate's wife came running to him and said, have nothing to do with this execution, for the man that you're trying to execute is innocent. And immediately what Pilate did was, he took a basin of water and he started to wash his hand by saying, I want to wash my hand away from innocent blood. So the message of the cross to Pilate was innocent blood. But listen, I want to take you to another very, very interesting character. Now please listen to me very carefully. I'm bringing to you another very interesting person by the name of Barabbas. When Barabbas seen Jesus Christ hanging on the cross, what was the message that Barabbas received? I want to pause for a while and keep you thinking. I'm asking you a question. What message do you think Barabbas received when he seen Jesus Christ hanging on the cross? Can I pause for a moment? And I want you to keep thinking. I want to ask you, as Barabbas looked at Jesus Christ hanging on the cross, what message did he receive? My dear friends, the very message that you received is what he received. When he looked at Jesus Christ hanging on the cross, he immediately said, He has taken my place. I should be there, but he has taken my place. So he became my substitute. The message of the cross to Barabbas was, He was my substitute. That's the same message I received, and that's the same message you receive as well. Jesus Christ became your substitute. You should be on the cross. I should be on the cross. The judgment of God should be upon us because we have sinned. We are sinners. But I want to thank God that he has taken our place and he became our substitute. That was the message of the cross to Barabbas. But it does not stop over there. And I guess as Barabbas kept on glaring at the Messiah hanging on the cross with tears trickling down his cheeks, what was the message again that Barabbas received? This is what Barabbas would have said. The freedom I have is not deserved. Jesus Christ gave me freedom. Undeserved freedom. Jesus Christ gave me the freedom. He took my place and has set me free. My dear friends, we have been set free by the message of the cross to us. But... You can only receive this message of being having Jesus Christ as a substitute or having Jesus Christ to set you free from every bondage. The only way that we can receive this message is first of all, I need to receive Jesus Christ in my life. When he becomes my Lord, then everything that he did on the cross is paid for me and I receive forgiveness. I receive freedom. I receive all kind of forgiveness of every bondage and every addiction. I do not know what kind of a bondage you have. I do not know what kind of addiction you may have. I do not know what kind of a state of fear you're in. I do not know if you're under any kind of a bondage. But I want to thank God. The message of the cross to you is you have been set free. Praise God for that. Now, I don't want to stop over there. What was the message of the cross to Jesus Christ himself? When he looked at himself suspended on that cross, 
What message did he receive? I'll tell you what he received. As he looked at himself hanging on the cross, it was shameful for him to see himself on that cross. It was painful for him to see himself agonizing on the cross. But on the contrary, as he looked at himself on the cross, what he was actually doing, he was looking at you. He was looking at me. Because of you and me is why he went to the cross. And because he went to the cross, we have been set free. So the joy that he has is to have you and me been set free and to become the sons and daughters of God. Now when he looked at himself on the cross, he was looking at you and me that eventually will become sons and daughters of the Most High God. Now I want to thank God that as you would receive Jesus Christ right now, as you would accept Jesus Christ into your life, you will become a son and a daughter of God. And when you become a son and a daughter of God, you have been set free from every bondage. You have been set free of every fear and every occultic spirit that might be upon you has been broken by the power of the cross because the cross has power. The message of the cross to you and to me is power is to set us free from any kind of a bondage that we might have. Now, what was the message of the cross to our Heavenly Father? I want you to know that as our Heavenly Father looked down at His own Son hanging on the cross, it was painful. I'll tell you why it was painful. It was very, very painful. And one of the reasons why it could have been so painful, because Jesus Christ... In order to go to the cross, he had to become sin. He could not have gone to the cross if he never became sin. He had to become sin. And when he became sin for you and for me, at that moment, now have in mind, Jesus Christ never committed sin. Jesus Christ was not a sinner. He was absolutely pure. He was the pure, holy son of God. But as a voluntary act, he became sin. Because he loves you and me. But when he became sin and when he went to the cross, the father looked down and for a moment the father realized that my son and I have been separated. Because sin separates us from God. And Jesus Christ became sin. And when he became sin, he was separated from his father. And the father looked down with grief in his heart to see his own son separated. But my dear friends, I want you to know the reason why Jesus Christ was separated so that you and I could be reconciled. We have been reconciled by his separation. So to the father... It was painful to see a son separated, but at the same time, the Bible says the joy that was set before the Lord because he was about to see many more sons come to glory. And by his separation, we, you and me have entered into glory and we have a relationship with our Heavenly Father, not just as God. He is God, but also he is our daddy. He is our Father. Aren't you excited to know that God has become your Father? This is something that is hard for me to digest. Something hard for me to comprehend. How can God, who is the God of the universe, 
entire universe was created by him. How can he become my father? I'll tell you how. There's only one word that joins you and God as father. And that one word is L-O-V-E, love. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son. My dear friends, as you will be listening to this message, I would like you to make a decision to accept Jesus Christ. And when you accept Jesus Christ, then what happens? You become a son of God. And when you become a son of God, God is more than obliged to give you his protection, to give you his providence, to give you all of his resources, to give you all of his blessing. And every inheritance that has been laid up for you and for me has become ours on the basis of we receiving Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. Let me take you to the last person. And I guess I cannot stop over here. But let me take you to the last person or the last group of people. And that is the people out in the world. What is the message of the cross to the people out in the world? Wow, this is something great. The message of the cross to the people out in the world, there is hope. There is hope. People outside are living with hopeless, hopelessness. They do not have hope. They do not know their future. They do not know their destination. They do not know what is waiting for them the next minute. We are living in a world that is so uncertain. It is so dangerous. It is so contaminated with so much of demonic power and that's literally trying to tear the world into pieces. But when we turn to the cross, there is hope. There is hope for the people out in the world. There's blessed hope. So my dear friend, if you're listening to me, I would like to say to you at this moment, would you like to give yourself over to, to God? Would you like to give your heart over to God? Would you like to surrender and become a child of the Most High God? I would tell you, do not wait. Do not wait. Do not wait even for a minute. The very same way, when I turned to the Lord Jesus Christ from being a religious person, I followed religion, but religion was only showing me the way. But now I found the way and Jesus Christ said, I am the way. And he's the only way because I found that way and I want to show you that way to eternity, to peace and above all, to become a child of God. Okay, I'd like to pray for you. Father, we thank you for every listener, Lord, that I've given the year to listen to the word of God. And Lord, I pray right now, Lord, even as I would lead them into a commitment I would like you to say this prayer along with me. In this prayer, you're making a commitment to receive Jesus Christ. So please repeat with me. Heavenly Father, I come before you in the name of Jesus. Father, I realize that I am a sinner. And as a sinner, I'm lost. And because I'm lost, I need a Savior. And now, Lord Jesus, forgive me of all my sins. Wash me with your blood. I receive you into my life. And I promise you that I will live for you and for you alone. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening. And um, I would like to encourage you uh, not to hesitate to call me whenever you can. You, you need any counseling. Uh, 24-7, you can call me. I'll make myself available. You need prayer, please do call me. 
or if you need any clarification from the word of God, don't hesitate. Call me and I'll make myself available. I'm once again Pastor George Scotty. Please make a note of my telephone number. If you have a pen, you can make a note of it. If you're out of uh, the state, it is plus 91-98450. Are you writing? Let me repeat again. Plus 91-98457-4408. Let me repeat. 98451744408. And uh, I am pastor of El Bethel Ministries. If you like my address, or if you're somewhere around in Bangalore, you'd like to come and fellowship with us, you're more than welcome. We are El Bethel Ministries, number 22, bar 1, first cross, Yadeva Layout, Y A D A V A Layout, Nehru Road, KK Hali, Bangalore 84. God bless you.